I went back to back in my fantasy league, baby. I know you're so happy for me, Eric. Congrats, Zach. <laughs> All right, here we go, Eric. It's the first show in like two weeks, man. It's yeah. been weird. It's first been weird not seeing you. Happy New Year. I know. Happy New Year, man. I don't know. Merry Christmas as well. I mean, I know it's belated, but I know. I, I mean, we text each other, obviously, but um, I don't know whether because we start off the show with with a song, right? Like a like a chorus, instrumental, not chorus, instrumental yeah. song. I don't know if we should do like. Uh, you know the the Eminem song without me, like where it's like, guess who's back, back again, because like we're back, or if we should do like back to back by Drake, because and we'll get into this. I went back to back in my fantasy league, baby. I know you're so happy for me, Eric. Congrats, Zach. <laughs> I went back to back. I haven't mentioned my fantasy league at all to you, so you should be very happy about that. I was. Okay. We'll we'll talk more about that. Anyway, uh, everyone watching on the live stream, thank you for joining in. Welcome back to another episode of the Take It Easy Sports Show. It's been two weeks since Eric and I have jumped on, you know, with him traveling and, you know, all the games and every, I mean, I I went to the Fiesta Bowl. I went to the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. I went to the Cardinals game. I went, it, we were busy. We were both very busy. So we decided let's just take two weeks off and then we'll jump right back into it on January 4th, which is today. Um, so as usual, we're following... Chili's two piece, which he just got done announcing the five A awards. We will go over some of those. We'll go over some of the four A awards as well. I'm trying to get those from him right now. Eventually, those are going to be posted on ArizonaVarsity.com as well. Um, if you want to see some of the six A nominations, I'm pretty sure those are going to be posted in the forums at Arizona Varsity. So uh, you do have to subscribe for that, which obviously it helps Eric and I. It helps Chili. It helps Ralph. It helps you know Cody, Chris, everyone. So. Please do that if you want to see some of the 6A finalists. Those are going to be pretty soon, I believe. I don't think they're in there quite yet. Um, I know I did vote in them. I think Chili was finalizing everything this morning when I talked to him. Uh, so those will be in there as well. But yes, Eric, it has been two weeks, man. What have you been up to? We, um, I mean, we, we've talked, but we haven't talked yeah. a whole lot. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I went. Um, I was home for a few days at my dad's place in Minnesota. Um, nice. We saw the highlight of that trip. I was only there a few days, but yeah, we went and saw the Vikings uh, last year. Obviously, um, U.S. Bank Stadium didn't have any fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot of stadiums did. So we had gone to a game every year for probably almost a decade, uh, and then some going years back. So it was it was tough to to miss one. Yeah. Um, so we saw them play the Rams, and they lost like always. I think I, if I've been to I don't know, probably 15 Vikings games in my life. And I've maybe seen them win like twice. Like yeah. I'm not kidding. I don't know what it is, but we're, my dad and I are just such bad luck when it comes to that team. I went Whoa. once with my mom, just my mom and I, and they won by like 30. So it's the combination of my father and I that just whatever it is, makes them lose every time we go. Eric, you're talking about bad luck, but yet I'm sitting here. I'm from Michigan. I'm a Lions fan. Yeah, so, I know. But neither of our teams have had a whole lot of success. Yeah, that's true. Um, I have to ask though, that that pain team behind you, is that is that a game that they won or did they lose that game too? That is just one for my dad. Um okay. he made it for me nice. maybe two years ago, a couple birthdays ago. So I don't think it's from 
any particular game. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, he's a good painter. This uh, this Christmas holiday season, he made like paintings for everyone. Nice. Um, so if you want one, I can get one custom made for you. If you want like a football painting or something, I'm I, sure we can I, get it done. I'll move this and I'll put it right there. Yeah. If he if he makes it Notre Dame Stadium, I'll, I'll 100% hang it up. 100%. Okay. I'll tell him. I'll see yeah. if he wants to do it. I'm sure he would love to do something like yeah. that. I have to ask you, though, what's going to happen, though, if they get rid of Kirk Cousins? Then they'll be mediocre, just like they already are. No, I'm, I'm talking about the painting. Oh, then we'll pretend it's whoever the next quarterback is. You can't really see the eight. That's that true. Well. Good point. Um, and Dalvin Cook will be great forever. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's the reason. You know, it's funny. That's why I don't ever buy jerseys for the most yeah. part, because the last time I bought Lions jerseys, um, one of them, I can't remember who it was, a linebacker who wasn't there the next year. And then the latest jersey I bought was uh, Ziggy Ansa, who was no longer there. So I stopped buying Lions jerseys. Except yeah. I do have I do have a Barry Sanders jersey, which obviously that's, that that one's fine. That's the thing is, um, there's there's a certain length, maybe ten years or something like that, where they become classics. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't wear jerseys that often um, in any sport, just around unless I'm going to a game as a fan. But I've got a Randy Moss jersey. And That's so, nice. I mean, he's so yeah. far removed that yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's not just an old player. It's a, it's a classic one. Um, yeah. I've got a Diggs jersey that give it a few years and it'll be good. That's pretty but, good. Yeah. You know, how many basketball jerseys do you own? Oh, maybe one or two. See, I don't, I don't have any. And I, I really want, I want one of the newer Suns jerseys, obviously, yeah, cool. the black one. They're just I expensive, want, man. They are expensive. I want one of the classic throwback black ones with the, what is it, like the, the sunburst or whatever they yeah. called it. Um, and then I was at the outlets, actually, uh, on New Year's Eve. Yeah, New Year's Eve. Um, just happened to go. I wanted to go to, like, the, the Under Armour store, Nike store, whatever. I think I bought socks. Um, and I walked into one of these, like, sporting goods stores. And I'm not even kidding, Eric. A authentic so it was like the stitching replica lower marion kobe bryant jersey did you get it i was this close i should have though and i i, I say only but like that jersey you would think is like 200 bucks 110 dollars. it's not that bad that's not that bad i um, should have bought it i really should it's probably not there anymore i should have the, bought it though. the one jersey that i can think of that i definitely have in my closet right now i don't wear it around that often or anything yeah but I was at Goodwill a couple years ago looking just around and I found a Yao Ming Rockets jersey. And it's like the it's the dark blue one. Um, and, you know, I'm not like a Rockets fan or whatever, yeah. but I loved Yao Ming. Um, and it was like five bucks at Goodwill and it was my size. So I just I had to get it. Nice. I, I've seen Yao Ming in person. Uh, I went to the All Star like Fan Fest thing when it was here. Yeah. When he played for the Rockets, he's huge. <laughs> he gonna... it was funny. He was standing right next to the Jabba Walkies, and you know who the Jabba Walkies are, yeah, right? yeah, the yeah. Dancers, they're like five feet, maybe. Yeah, they're all small people. Yeah, he was he was like, I think Chili just sent me something. Uh nope, it was Saliga. Get that Kobe next time. I know Jacob, I know. I might I'm gonna try to go back. I'm gonna go back tomorrow. Um, after work, once I get done with stuff. But um, if it's there, I'll go buy it. I also went into uh, Lids, I think it was, and they had, or it was just sports, one of the two, uh, and they also had those uh, throwback like NBA shorts, 
and I really want mm-hmm. the black uh, Vancouver Grizzlies ones. Those, those are, are cool. so yeah. sick. I really want those. Um, I'm going to start looking like Jacob, you know, repping all these different teams. So, so um, I like the jersey shirt more than the actual jersey is kind of what I go for more. Um, really? I just like the, I mean, I like the jerseys, but I like, the, I just like having the sleeves and stuff. It's like yeah. nice to, they're kind of more functional. Like I can wear them to yeah. the gym or whatever. Um, yeah, that's true. So good I've got point. a few of those. But. Good point. Good point. All right, Eric. Since we've kind of caught up with each other. Yeah. Um, what are some of, so, I mean, man, I've been to the guaranteed rate bowl. I, on Christmas day, I was at the Cardinals game when they lost to the Colts. Um, then I went to the Fiesta Bowl, which obviously everyone knows by now. Probably I'm a Notre Dame fan, so I don't care that they lost. It doesn't matter. It doesn't bother me. I actually, it's funny. I think I remember telling Saliga that I thought Notre Dame was going to lose anyway. Um, or told someone first. They looked really good. I mean, he threw for over 500 yards. Yeah, they just couldn't run the ball because they didn't have Kyron Williams. Yeah. Um, but man, I mean, just the experience. Like, I think it's for you, Eric. Like, if you go to a Vikings game, but you're there as, like, media and you're covering the game, you get to yeah. write about the game, that's a whole different experience. Of course, yeah. And, like, you know what I mean? So, like, I know we, you know, I was going back and forth with Jacob on Twitter. Like, Andrew was saying that Jacob would cheer in the press box because I made a remark about someone actually cheering in the press box again. Um, I think what that's that's twice now in two, three years that that, that that's actually happened. Yeah. Um, I think we but, we don't realize how good we have it with the professionalism of a lot of the people we're working around. There's a lot of these, you know, blogs and stuff that like the people are their media, but they're really just fans. like they're fans that yeah. happen to write about it. Exactly. And there's nothing wrong with that intrinsically, but no. you know, there's kind of a professional standard that you're supposed to have. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, but it was it was just funny. Obviously, I did not cheer. I sat in my seat and I was quiet the entire time. Um, they did serve very good breakfast though. Cause the game was at 11. It kicked off at 11. So I was there at like nine. Yeah. So um, you can only imagine how, what kind of mood I was in because you know um, I had fireworks going off right behind me all night long when I had to be up at seven thirty. Uh No, cause I, I don't live with my dog. Remember? That's right. Yeah. That's right. My dog, we had a few fireworks. My dog absolutely despises fireworks. Yeah. And she'll she'll go up with her paws on the window and like squeal at the fireworks. It's the most ridiculous thing. Like, stop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, no, my my dog though, I mean, she if I recall, I mean, she I don't think, I think she just kind of like gets into that weird, like where she's like, just looks up all the time. Oh yeah. They're just confused. Yeah. So, um, but I do want to, I do want a puppy. So maybe coming soon. Hashtag chili voice. Um, maybe probably maybe we'll see. I have to do some convincing first. Um, and it would definitely be 100% be a golden retriever and I would 100% make it the mascot of the show. So if I can make that happen, then it's happening. Um, but yeah, man, it was a it was an interesting two weeks. It was very, uh, it was, I guess, relaxing at the same time because obviously both of us had a lot of time off work because it was yeah. like, it was like you get off like four days because Christmas was on the weekend and then like I worked for like three and then I was off again, mm-hmm. um, even though I still went and did stuff. Um, but you know, one of one of the things I went to, 
And I and this is kind of where we're going to kind of transition this now. Usually we transition into football, but now it's winter sports season, so we're going to yeah. transition into basketball. Um, the the McClintock Holiday Shootout, Eric, one of it's my favorite tournament. favorite tournaments. Uh, that one and also Visit Mesa Challenge. I went to both in the last two and a half three weeks. Yeah, I missked them so yeah. much. That, I am so the, uh, glad the they're Mesa back. The High Thanksgiving one is really good too. Yep, yep. Fear the Hop Thanksgiving tournament. Or no, no, that's that's a preseason one, but there is a Thanksgiving tournament. Um, actually, I think Visit Mesa was over Thanksgiving. Yeah, Fear the Hop is in the preseason. Then you have Welcome mm-hmm. to the Jungle. You have Welcome yeah, to yeah, the Jungle yeah. tournament. Yeah. Um, you have the the Holiday Shootout at Horizon. Um, not to be confused or with the what is it? Holiday Hoops, I think, is at Horizon. Either way, I mean, just Nike Tournament of Champions for the girls yeah. was back this year um obviously we already talked about it a while ago but section seven i mean just and i'm doing a big story about you know what these tournaments mean to these teams and you know one they just really enjoy the fans being there because a lot of fans go for one game but then they end up staying for like two three maybe four games because they're all just back to back back. Yeah, yeah exactly um but more importantly you know, it, it gives teams a chance to see other teams they may not. Yeah. It gives teams a chance to see where they stack up against some of the tougher competition. Um, that's what Lucas Ramirez told me from Saguaro. I mean, they faced McClintock, who, by the way, is freakishly athletic. Um, and he was just thankful for the opportunity. They didn't get that last year. Um, I talked to yeah. Scott Stansberry at Mesa. He told me that he he enjoys the tournaments because you're not going directly into region play in January like they did last year. Yeah. And he thinks that honestly, if his team, because his team was good last year, they beat Sunny Slope. They were the number two seed. They got upset in the first round. He believes that if they had that, that kind of mentality of playing back to back to back against some really tough competition early on, like these tournaments provide, he thinks his team might have had a better outcome than they did in the postseason. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah, um, but it could have, you know, at least given them some, some more experience. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, I just, I'm so glad to see these tournaments back, man. Yeah. And you know, yeah, the soccer I, showcases too are back. I mean, it's been yeah. it's been awesome. Yeah, I saw the the Pepsi holiday tournament yeah. was at Flagstaff. Um, both the boys and girls played in that one. Um, and a team from Flagstaff made the final in both. The Flagstaff girls nice. ended up winning. Coconino uh, lost to a really good Paradise Honors team. So yeah, I feel you. And that's one that they had that tournament. Um for years, but they they just weren't able to have fans before and everything like yep. that, and so it was it was cool to to see yep. that back. Have you, did you were you able to see any of the results from the tournaments down here? Yeah, I mean, I saw. Um, I think it was Gilbert ended up winning the the um, McClintock. Yeah, they they. So just I'm glad you brought up Gilbert. So Gilbert has won two tournaments this year, mm-hmm. to my knowledge. Welcome to the jungle. And the um, McClintock Holiday Shootout. Welcome to the Jungle. The field wasn't quite as strong as the McClintock Tournament. However, in order to win the title, Gilbert had to beat Perry of all teams. Um, and everyone knows how Perry is. Yeah, um, Perry's a top four team. They'll yes. be a semifinalist at least e- in the... easily. Yeah, um, they're going to Mc... challenge for the championship. In yeah, McClintock Holiday Shootout. Gilbert beat. I believe it was Mesa, then I think Apollo. No, 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 I'm sorry. Mesa, McClintock, Apollo, Hamilton. That's four tough teams. Is this Gilbert team going to win the 5A again? 
because they they're trending shot. in that direction. They have a shot, certainly. I mean, McClintock, as you mentioned, is really good. Yes. Apollo played them really close. Yes. Um, I think there are some teams that, you know, maybe out on the west side, like Millennium or Sunrise Mountain, that could challenge. But mm-hmm. right now, I mean, who else Who else in 5A are you thinking at the moment is better? I mean, Centennial is very good. But without, really their, good. but without their top player from last year, I can't remember his name now. He transferred. But, I mean, without him, though, I mean, Nico Pentelude is playing at a different level this year. I was, and, uh, I mean, they're I just, talking, they're so good all over the yeah. place. I actually was talking, I was doing an NAU basketball story and they've got Carson Tout who graduated yeah. from there a few years ago. And he and I were just talking after one of our interviews um, last week about Nico and how Carson really likes his game. Yeah. Um, he's kind of a, he's kind of the guy that'll, he'll have 20 points at the end of the game and none of it'll be flashy. Nope. It'll be a lot of layups and putbacks and free throws and, you know, mid-range jumpers, nothing too crazy. He can yeah. hit from outside too, but all of a sudden you look up and he's got 23 and yeah. 10 rebounds. And you're like, how did that happen? I, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I just don't understand. I mean, he he's not afraid to put his head down and drive to the basket. Yeah. Um, he's not afraid to put his head down and then, you know, do a step back jumper. And most of the time he's going to hit it because he just has that, man, I don't know. He can just hit yeah. anything on the floor. Um, but, man, I mean – Next time here, I have a challenge for you. Next time you see Carson, I want you to ask him this. First off, tell him that I said hi because Carson was one of my favorite players to cover. Yeah. Um, him I'll and Doc Self. tomorrow. Him and Doc Self. So do me a favor and ask Carson. And you can tell him that I asked this question too. Who's better, his team or this year's Gilbert team? Ooh. it's a good question. That that Gilbert team that he had was special. Yeah, but this one and, right I mean, now maybe we won't yeah. know until the end of the season how That's their playoff true. run goes. That is true. Um, his Gilbert team was definitely bigger in size, but yeah, this Gilbert I mean, having team, him makes you bigger than almost any team. But this Gilbert team has a lot of, I won't say exactly like Doc Self because Doc was different. Yeah, he was um, a good player, but a lot of those types of players as well. So, I don't know, man. But Hamilton too. I mean, we Mountain Point could have been in that cha- in that title game. I personally personally believe, but they had to bow out because of COVID, unfortunately. Which here it comes again. Um, Desert Vista's out now. I think uh, there's like four other games canceled just today alone. Yeah, um, it's coming. So it's definitely coming. So uh, really quick on that note, stay safe, everyone. Uh, but both Mountain- NAU men and women had to cancel a game last yeah. week. Uh, for basketball. Um, and then U of A did too. And yeah, ASU. It was, yeah, it was both the the teams they were going to play both had to um, bow out of a game. NAU yeah. women played at Idaho, I think it was maybe Thursday, mm-hmm. um, sometime last week, and they only had seven players active. Um, so, And they ended up winning, which was crazy. Wow. Uh, their point guard, Regan Skank, ended up playing all 40 minutes. Um Two of the girls, their two bench players were their two bottom of the bench players that hadn't played all year and they are playing significant minutes. So, but yeah, wow. the, the point is that it's, it's serious. People yeah. are, uh, people are still getting this thing. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, Hamilton though, this is a team that returns literally everyone. Yeah. And they added Quincy Adams too. Yeah. Um, this was a lot easier when you were actually in the Valley, but what what can you say about that Hamilton team? Because I've that, seen them now. I've seen them scrimmage, and I've seen them play, I think, twice. And they, they're they another one of those teams where, like, 
they're really except for Quincy. Quincy has the ability to really get up there at the rim, especially. But they're not gonna they're not gonna beat you like in a flashy way. They're no. not gonna like you know pull off the alley oop dunks like McClintock does. They're just sound basketball players who play incredibly tough defense as well. Yeah, that zone that they run is incredible. Yeah, and they they're deep. Yes, they're, they can. That's the thing is when you have a good defensive team, it makes it even stronger when you're six, seven, eight, nine, even ten guys are able to come in and fit in that defensive yeah. system. And that's something they can do. And you're right. I don't think they've got more than one or two guys that can really depend on scoring all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they just play great team basketball. And at, especially at, at this level, if you've got athletes that can do that and just are good fundamentally, you can you can do a lot of things. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mountain Point, obviously, we already know about. Uh, Mountain Point's going to be fantastic. I mean, they're I think their only loss this year right now is to Perry, and that was yeah. without that was with um, one of their starters getting ejected. That was one of the starters getting hurt, or not starters, but one of the other uh, key role players getting mm-hmm. hurt. Um, Jacob just said, "I've seen Hamilton this season. They're a semifinal team easily for me." Um, so there you go. Um, the 6A is stacked with good teams. It really is. Someone I mean, that we think is going to get to that point yeah. isn't. Sunny Slope. We haven't even mentioned Sunny, Sunny Slope. Yeah, yeah defending um, champions with two D1 players. Brophy. Brophy's Brophy. really good. I know Jacob just yeah. saw Brophy tonight. I don't know. Highland. I think, I think one Highland is a good – I think Highland actually ended uh, Tucson's undefeated streak as well tonight. Yeah. I could they be wrong. Did. I, I didn't see the final score. They I know did. they were winning. They did, and they're 11-3. and three. That and that high, I've seen that Highland team play too. And so, I actually I saw Highland with Jacob. We were at a at a Hoop Hall West and I saw them play. Um, yeah. which by the so way, it's... I off topic, we won't spend too much time, but that Arizona, um, what is it? The yeah, Arizona Compass Prep. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're talking about the all they these, don't play in the AIA. We're that's what I was gonna say. We're talking about all these like really good teams, but like. I'm sorry, Arizona Compass Prep would win over any of those teams, oh, yeah. but like 30 or 40 points. Yeah, no, they're great. They're great. I mean, it's, there's a reason they play at a different yeah. level. It is. I mean, yeah, there it is. And they and they won, I think they won Hoopal East and another tournament too. After, I mean, Hoopal West, you don't really win technically. Yeah, but, it's just one game. Yeah. So, or, well, they played like three games because they're like, you know, that good. Um, but it's not a tournament but, bracket. Exactly, yeah. But but going back to you know the AIA and everything, I mean, it, it really is the six A really is wide open. I think there, we mentioned um, five teams yeah. that all have re- legitimate Final Four aspirations. We also yeah. mentioned Mesa's up there; they're really good. Yep. Mesa's always um, good. Scott Stansbury is a great coach. Liberty can score a hundred points in a night, <laughs> and um, that sometimes that's enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, there's great teams all over. I think yeah. Valley Vista is going to be improved this year. They've got yeah. Um, yeah, Adam Masai is a great player. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, that's what you're exactly right. 6A is going to be yeah. a, a real um, – someone's going to get upset, and yep. we're probably going to have one of these teams – one of the teams that we haven't even mentioned is going to make a run to maybe the quarters probably. Or, or something like that. I mean, it could be a Desert Vista team. It could be um... – well, I'm trying to think. Desert Mountain is 5A. Desert Mountain's also very good in 5A, yeah. too. Um, Mountain View, I've seen, played really, really well yeah, at that times. That was the team I was going to say. Um, and they're big, too. 
Yeah. And they got football players, man. That's what I love to see. You got you when yeah. you've got when you've got Jackson Bowers, man, in the paint, along with Malaki Taase, who, by the way, did not actually completely tear his knee. It was just a it was a very bad sprain, but he is yeah. playing right now. So That's I was happy cool. to see that. Yeah, those are the type um, of guys that you're not gonna move at, away from the well, it's like it's like Tristan. It's like Tristan Monday. And even Lucas Ramirez said this to me too. He's like, Well, how many teams actually have like you know a defensive end going to Wisconsin on their team? Yeah. <laughs> and they're yeah. adding Devin Dampier too. Yeah. So who was I heard is a very good basketball player as well. Which makes sense. He's an athlete. Yeah. So um, you know, definitely six A though. I think six A is wide open. Four A, obviously, because we just mentioned Saguaro. It's gonna be hard to get past St. Mary's or Horizon Honors. Or not Horizon Honors, uh Paradise Honors. Paradise Honors, thank you. Yeah, um I agree. Those are gonna be hard teams, yeah. and I don't yeah. I think it's a, a fall off after them. Yeah. Um there's some other contenders like Peoria is always good. Yep. Uh Peoria shocked St. Mary's two years ago in the playoffs. Yep. Um, but the St. Mary's team and Paradise Honors are both tremendous. Yeah. And we haven't even mentioned the girls. I mean, the six eight girls is up there too, with being yeah. you know pretty wide open. I mean, you've got Hamilton, who's always great. Um, you know, Valley Vista. Millennium is still 5A, but Millennium's up there in 5A. 5A. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously Seton Catholic in 4A is the team to beat as always. Yeah. But you have teams like Mesquite who are probably going to challenge them like they do every single year. I mean, man, even then, like you, you have some. There's just a lot of a lot of these teams. I think in the last two or three years have really just upped their game. Yeah, in some ways. A team I really like that obviously I've seen a lot is Flagstaff Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really small. They're Grace Linez is their probably their tallest player. She can't be more than five six. Like yeah. they're really, really small. But they're quick and they push the ball and they play really good uh press defense. And they actually went in the first game of the season, lost by four at Seton Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, with a, the, it's a good loss. Yeah. Um yeah. and that's their only regular season loss of the of the year so far. So yeah. They're they're a team that I think could challenge, but you're right. Yeah, Mesquite, um, Shadow Mountain um, yeah. is a solid always group. good. South Point Catholic. Jacob just mentioned yeah. them for the boys in 4A too, which obviously they're always up there too. Uh, but South Point Catholic girls are always in contention. They played in the final yep. last year, didn't they? Yeah, against um against Seton. Yeah, against Seton. Um, and he just mentioned to Mountain Ridge, of course, Mountain Ridge. He brings up Mountain Ridge. Uh, no, it's for good the, reason. The Mountain no. Ridge girls are the really, girls are really fourteen good. and zero. They're really, really good. We give Jacob a hard time because he brings up Mountain Ridge or whatever, but honestly, that's a very good basketball team. Um, Gilbert girls are always solid as well. Um, you know, just going back up to the five A level again. I mean, just it's just it, that's what I kind of like about basketball and like. People will probably think that I'm crazy for this because obviously when more East Valley teams win, it's easier for me to do my job um, because I have more things to write about. But I kind of like seeing a variety. Yeah. And like, I, I mean, obviously when it comes to football season, aside from, you know, Liberty and Cactus and like Casa Grande this year, I mean, I pretty much can bank on at least two or three East Valley teams winning or playing for a championship. Um, and that includes Saguaro for me because I cover yeah. Scottsdale as well. Um, but I do like basketball because it, it really, like I see matchups that I don't normally see when it comes to high school sports. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, baseball is the same thing too. And obviously we'll cover baseball when we get down that road, but, yeah. um, you know, you have the Hamiltons, the mountain ridges and the Coronas and the Sandra Day O'Connors and yeah, all over. A, yeah. It really is football. That's like just 
the center of the East Valley, basically, yeah. except for, like I said, Liberty Cactus, all those teams, Centennial. Yeah. So, um, soccer, Eric, very quickly. I saw Desert. It's actually my first soccer match of the season, believe it or not, just because I, you know, it's been crazy. Um, it's I hard when seen everything a ton either. I've probably seen yeah, two. It, it's hard when everything overlaps. So, um, I went out and saw Desert Vista tonight. Um, I'm telling you, man, I, I talked to one of the seniors over there and, and, and obviously, you know, Trent Elliott head coach. Uh, I talked to Noah Irvin, who, if that name rings a bell, because it is the little brother of Elijah, who was mm-hmm. Desert Vista's like basically just monster receiver with Parker Navarro two years yeah. ago. Um, three, two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago, three years ago, I lost track anyway. Um, they all start to blend. Yeah. Desert Vista's only loss is to South Point Catholic in a tournament when they were down five players. Starters. Yeah. So this They're Desert good. Vista team is going to be very good. And going back to that senior class, they've experienced heartbreak. So this senior class, 2018 Desert Vista won the title. Mm-hmm. 2019 lost in the semifinals. 2020 lost in the quarterfinals in penalty kicks. 2021, same thing. Quarterfinals, penalty kicks. This team is hungry. I actually, the first thing I said to some of the seniors, I said, when thinking about the last two seasons, they shook their head and go, we're not letting that happen again. Yeah. That's what I like to hear, personally. Yeah, I agree. That's a trend. Elliott does an amazing job over there. Um. <laughs> He he really gets his guys going. Uh, the the players really seem to love him, and he's a great yeah. Um, Fantastic I, I know, coach. I know you don't care that much about the strategy of soccer, but the way he puts his defenses together um, yeah. is and having these just awesome back lines is yeah. is huge. I really really like the way he puts his formation and roster together. See, Eric, I've been learning soccer ever since I started this yeah. position. Um, I knew I knew about soccer. I just didn't know as much. Obviously, I played football my entire life, so I know that game really well. But the other football, um, that's the one thing I brought up to him. I said, you know, you're you guys have always been known for basically your back four and how how good that they've been all the time. Um, and he said the same thing. He said, Yeah, except now we have good forwards too. Yeah. So and, and one of them is Noah Irvin, which by the way, I wrote a story about him um, you know, back in the offseason. This is his first year of high school soccer. He has only ever played club, ever. But he decided, you know, I'm going to go out and play for Desert Vista. I'm going to wear number 14. Um, obviously, it's a it's a number in the Irvin family. Um, yeah. You know, I'm going to I'm going to be that guy for them. And he has taken the load off some of these senior forwards that basically the last two years have kind of had to be the ones to make those goals and to basically yeah. help help this team win those games so he, he's been a big asset to them as well at the high school soccer level i'm sure he's a fast kid i've never seen him play he's good so he's is, good. He, is he really quick too he is um because he's very that, quick at, he has very that, good he has very good skills uh with the ball i mean mm-hmm. he i mean i saw him tonight basically I and mean, this is where the terminology is going to be you know pretty low but Basically, three three of uh, Red Mountain's defenders at one point came to him, and he got out of it and was able to make a very clean pass, actually, to lead his teammate for a goal. So, yeah, um, it was it was pretty good. Yeah, they uh, when you have 
even solid, like just, you know, decent foot skills, but you have yeah. that speed, especially at that level. Mm -hmm. um, you can score just because of, you know, through balls over the defender's head and you go run after it and get it. Um, yeah. It, but yeah, having an athlete like that, uh, yeah. completely super underrated. I, yeah. Uh, and yeah, if they've got guys that, if their back line is still that solid and they can get counterattack opportunities and, you know, push the ball up after they get stops, that'll be huge. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think 6A is a, there's, there's certain tiers when it comes to 6A. And I've actually talked to a coach about this from one of the schools who's doing pretty well. I won't say who, but they basically said, um, you know, Desert Vista, Brophy, Chaparral, Right now in 6A, those three are maybe the front runners. Yeah. Then you kind of have everyone else, Hamilton, who obviously who's having a very good bounce back season, by the way. Um, which I'm happy for them because yeah. my cousin, my cousin's a senior, he plays for Hamilton. So I want to see him get, you know, into the playoffs at least. So um, especially I want to have see him have a good senior night, which yeah. I'll be out at. But um, Brophy Brophy is incredible at voice. Always they're, good. They're, they're in that spot every single year. Yeah. They just play they they possess the ball really well. Every yeah. year that I've gone and see them, they have great midfielders that can kind of control the game. Uh, I haven't seen this year's team, but they just always impress me with their, uh, yeah. their poise on the ball. Yeah. And deserves to plays Brophy on Monday. That'll be a good one. It'll be a really good one. Um, girls, obviously. Well, first off, boys 5A. Let's be honest. Castile. Um, boys 4A, probably South Point Catholic and um who else won it who else was in 4a last year i can't even remember i don't even remember yeah i don't remember either um girls obviously um xavier's always good hamilton's always good perry's always good chaparral's always good um chaparral's probably the better of all those teams always um man uh castile in 5a castile went back to castile went uh actually no desert vista girls won last year if i'm yeah. not mistaken um, but I mean, man, just all those teams are just so good too. It's just, it's crazy. The level um, of soccer is underrated in Arizona. It really is. It really is. Um, yeah. Helps I mean, if they can play all year round. Yeah. I will say though, I was freezing tonight. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I feel you. Um, Jacob did say, by the way, that if Desert Vista boys win, uh, win the title, I have to do the gritty on the show because one of the, one of the, uh, the player scored tonight and he started doing the gritty in the end zone. I tweeted it out. Um, well, I guess not end zone technically. You know what I mean? It, it they have a turf field, so it looks like the end zone because he's in um, he's in the end zone, but it's not actually it's not, the end zone. Yeah. Um yeah. What is it? The box? He's in the box. He was Something in the like box. That? He's in the box. Um, I assume if that's where he shot from. Yes, I think it was a it was a header. So yeah, I know yeah. it wasn't a header. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, he did the gritty. So, and you know the gritty because yeah. Justin Jefferson. Yep, he like very created aware it. of the gritty. So Jacob said I have to do on the show. I don't know how that's gonna work because I'm kind of tucked into a corner here. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Maybe we'll just make Jacob come on and do it. Yep. Instead, give him some clout. I dig that. He's a clout chaser. He all he we all know he likes clout. Um, I don't. Yeah. Um. All right, Eric. You know what? I'll I'll save you the fantasy football talk because I don't really have anything to look. Once I traded for Austin Eckler, it was over. So, look, I won, I won money, second year in a row. 
I'm the fantasy king again. I'm gonna get a banner made. That's all. That's all I have to say. Um, all right, Eric. Let's get. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I want to do some fantasy talk. Oh God, here we go. I want to do some fantasy talk because Zach, you convinced me to play fantasy football this year. <laughs> you did. I didn't want to play. I know. I, I was in one league. I don't I know. know how I'm doing. The playoffs are going right now. I don't think I made them in our Arizona Varsity League, and I, I don't either. know how I'm doing in the um, the consolation because I haven't checked my lineup in a couple weeks. Yeah, neither have I. You convinced me because you had this whole grand scheme of how you were going to do all these articles and give people updates and all this okay. stuff. You wrote a draft article, and that was the only time we've had anything since. And and you can blame the fact that people have changed their names and stuff. Every the, single week. The, the fact of the matter is that I didn't want to play fantasy football, and all of a sudden I'm just in this league, and we're not even getting content out of it. Yeah, so I, don't that's even know. That. I don't even know. I don't even know who won. <laughs> Is it over? I think so. I think it, here I'll go check. Hang on. Let me go. <laughs> let me go uh, pull it out of the dust here. Let me see. Um, I haven't. I may not even be logged into that one. <laughs> <laughs> I just stopped caring. Although I did beat Jacob. So did you? Uh, yeah, I did. So um, look at that. By the way, I'm looking at my ESPN app. Kansas State in the Tax Act, Texas Bowl is beating LSU 42 to 7. Oh, is that on tonight? Yeah. Of I course. Forgot. The Texas Bowl. Hey, I hey, I beat I beat the brakes off of Chile tonight. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um Oh wait. It says a week 17 win probability and it says Chile's going to win. But I scored like thirty more, twenty more points than he did. I don't know. Uh, let me go see. I don't. I really don't even know who won. I was in the playoffs, so. Um, looks like. Looks like Ralph won. Good for you, Ralph. Congrats. Yeah, Ralph. Ralph won. Oh, um, it looks like there's another week still of it. Really? Yeah, the week eighteen matchups. No, there shouldn't be. Oh, no. Yeah, no, it was Ralph. Ralph won. Andrew. Congrats, Ralph. Name, Andrew, whose name is Wish You Were Verified, came in second. And then Jordan Ham, whose name is Atch Zalvira, which is one of the reasons why I stopped doing articles, uh, beat Cody Cameron by 100 points. <laughs> well, Cody, Cody's name is Kick It and Quit It. Uh, I had to name mine real Zach Alvira because, you know, people love to be me, including you, Eric, with the name Zach Alvira. Um, At least I was original. Then everyone else started doing it. That's true. Yeah, because what did what did Jacob? No, it was Andrew. And then Jacob tried to do something, too. Like, of know. course, of course, the interns just follow the leader. Um, I shouldn't be anyone's leader. Yeah. Um, let's see. I don't know, like, what the actual final standings are. Let me see. Final standings. I came in seventh. I beat Jacob, so that's good. Nice. Um, Jacob said he gave up week two. Um, yeah. So I don't know. There's our fantasy football update. Good there thing it is. we played. You're welcome. Um, I'm not playing next year. Don't ask me. I'm not gonna ask anybody. 
because even Chili always changes name to JC got JC beat someone. Oh, I will say he hasn't checked his lineup because it says beat Eric and he played me this week. Oh. Unless he unless he got confused. Yeah, um, he might have thought I was so you, uh, the same name. Yeah. So uh speaking of Chili, here we go. Are you guys ready for some of the player of the year? Actually, not even player of the year, just awards in general from Arizona Varsity. We're not gonna name all of them because they are right now listed in the forums. Uh, actually, go to the forums, them, sign up. Four A's in the forums. One of them, I believe, is in my email. So you can't have access to my email either. Um, all right. Eric, I know you didn't vote for these because you don't really see very many teams now. So player of the year. And a lot of you, if you've listened to Chili's two-piece, you know this already. Player of the year was none other than Will Galvin. Will Galvin. The yeah. Cactus incredibly, incredibly talented quarterback from Cactus. Um 1,333 passing yards, 24 touchdowns, 510 rushing yards, eight touchdowns. He had two receiving touchdowns and seven tackles, an interception. And, of course, Cactus was in the open division playoffs. Yeah. the the It ended up being um, – I mean, I didn't end up voting, but I know the, the question was between him and Angel Flores at, yep. uh, at Casa Grande. And yep. I think, you know, obviously Angel had an amazing year. He's an NAU commit. Um uh, He's actually, I think, up here soon. He graduated a semester early to come to yep. Flagstaff and train in the spring. But I think the the fact that Galvin led Cactus to the Open rather than just the mm-hmm. conference championship is, I think, probably what put him over the edge. And he yep. was he was amazing um, yep. for his size and stature to be playing that well um, for an Open level football team is is incredible. Yeah, 100%. And you mentioned Angel Flores. He was the unanimous selection for Offensive Player of the Year at the 4A level. Um, obviously, everyone knows Angel Flores. I mean, he's been incredible every he's year. He's tremendous. So, yeah. So, uh, I think he, if, he, if he were in the Valley, um, yeah. he got a lot of coverage, obviously. Oh, yeah. he, he got yeah. his Division I um, offer well, yep. well-earned. Um, but I think he would have had even more of kind of that star yeah. rise if he'd been playing for so. a team that – more people would have seen on a nightly basis. I think so too, actually. I believe, I, I agree with you. Uh, defensive player of the year at the 4A level, unanimous selection, Justin Holmes from Cactus. 86 tackles, 20 for a loss, and 11 and a half sacks. On yeah, again, an open division team. Um, he murdered He murdered opposing offensive linemen. Yeah, he was very good. Um, so this is the two-way player of the year award. Apparently it's dubbed the Chili and Cody two-way player of the year award. Apparently I, my vote didn't count in this. Um, so whatever. Um, even though I did vote for the same person, but it is Andrew Morris linebacker and wide receiver from Mesquite. Well, uh, went on to Marshall, incredibly talented player for the last three years, a two time 4-H state champion, um, made it to the semifinals this year. Well, very well-deserved. Um, We'll go over we'll go over three more and then everyone else can go and look at the uh the forums themselves. Uh co-offensive underclassman of the year. So there was a tie in this one. It was uh 2024 running back Isaiah Savoy, I hope is how you say it from Apache Junction, and Zachariah Owens from Glendale, the quarterback over there. Again, another 2024. Uh two very, very talented players. I think. I think I had one of them one, one of them two, and that's why they yeah. were, and it was probably a tie between them because all of us probably had that. Yeah. Um, moving on. I saw, the, I saw oh, Odin's sorry. this year yeah. uh, in the okay. playoffs against Coconino, and he, nice. really good running quarterback, also made some solid throws. Um, yeah. 
that that running game they had under Robert York was just it was tremendous. They had an yeah. amazing offensive line and yeah. super talented players that could that could run behind them. And yeah. Owens was that. I I'm really excited to see how he develops because um, he's obviously got the running game down, but how he develops as a passer as well uh, in the next Absolutely. couple of years. Absolutely. Uh, defensive underclassman of the year, Lennox Hicks from uh, Sierra Linda. Sorry, I was reading. It says edge on there. I, th- I was like, wait, edge who? Um, no, he's an edge. So he's a pass rusher. Yeah. Uh, 46 tackles. 22 of those were so seven sacks and 13 tackles for a loss on a Sierra Linda team that really turned things around. They did. Um, They're one of the stories of the year. They are. Uh, the other story of the year, offensive breakout player of the year. None of the, none other than Stefan Daly from Sierra Linda. 51 receptions, 1,001 yards, 12 tutties, 19.6 average for nine games. Wow. Incredible. It, just a great season for him. Um, left on here, uh, we'll do two more, actually. Um, defensive breakout player of the year, uh, Andin Diaz, the defensive back from Casa Grande. Uh, obviously part of that very talented team that made it to the four, eight uh, mm-hmm. championship coach of the year. Take a guess. That's a tough one. It, it was tough when I voted. Did you guys go with the Sierra Linda coach or was it Jake Barrow? Neither. Wow. Joseph Ortiz from cactus. It's a good one. It's a very good one. Um, like I said, all the rest of them, assistant coach of the year, quarterback of the year, uh, running back of the year, wide receiver of the year. Now, again, none of these guys can win twice. So, for example, I will tell you right now, quarterback of the year is not the same as it, it's not Will Galvin. It's not Angel Flores uh, running back of the year. Um, we haven't even named anyone that could be. Oh, it's not. It's not Savoy. Um Tight end of the year, obviously. No wide receiver of the year. It's not Stefan Daly. So go on there, look at the forums, uh, go see, you know, who won the rest of them. There's all the way down to basically punter and specialist of the year. So we, yeah. we were pretty, I'm, I'm going to look too, because I don't know the answers to these. Yeah. I saw exactly. some of what Chili did yep. previously, but I don't know all the, all the winners yep. yet. So yep. I'm even going to look. And uh, moving on to 5A. So uh, these were just announced literally about two hours before we came on. Go um, re-listen to Chili's podcast. Yep. And these will be up pretty soon as well. Again, we're going to go all the way down to coach of the year. So player of the year, a unanimous decision, which means basically all of us voted for the same person. Javen Jacobs from Saguaro. I think that's well-deserved. Yes, I agree with you. Um, so Javen Jacobs is the 5A player of the year. Again, as consistent of a player as there was oh, on man. the Open Champions. Crazy. Crazy good. Uh, again, these will be posted. I'm going to keep saying this just in case we get people that are jumping in and out of the stream. Yeah. These will be posted in the forums, and then eventually there'll be an article form as well. Uh, the 5A ones you're not going to see right now because they're not up there yet. They'll be up um, later. Uh, offensive player of the year, unanimous decision. Skylar Partridge, quarterback from Horizon, led the team to a championship. They had an amazing season. It was incredible. It was incredible. Uh, defensive player of the year. Whew. We already talked about him, Eric. Tristan Monday from Saguaro. I think he could have been arguably the defensive player of the year for any conference. He could have been the player of the year for 5A. Yeah. Honestly. I think yeah. he was actually in the running for that, too. 
Yeah, he was. Um, I mean, I've seen that kid play a couple times. I've actually seen him play basketball a few times too. Just yeah. they're they're they don't make him um, like that that often at the high school level. I saw him one arm pancake an opposing offensive line against Sierra Canyon, who has a full defensive or uh, Division One offensive line. I saw him one arm pancake, strip the ball, and then pick up the fumble all in one play. It was incredible. I've got a lot of friends and family back home who are big Badgers fans, and I'm excited to see them get to watch Tristan Monday for years to come. That's a good defense, too, that he's joining. Um, Two-way player of the year in 5A, Sam Brown from Arena. Very well-deserved. Offensive underclassman of the year. One of my favorite players, too. I know Chili's also. Jaden Matthews from Saguaro had that huge, huge, huge touchdown reception to give the Sabercats basically the win over mm-hmm. Chandler in the open division. Um, defensive underclassman of the year, Elijah rushing from South Point, well-deserved there as well. Incredibly talented. Yeah. Um, I don't see second and third place on here, but I'd be willing to bet uh, the uh, the defensive back from Saguaro, who's only a freshman, his name is... I think it's Dejon Hinton, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, I think he was in the running for that as well. Um, offensive breakout player of the year. People are going to be mad because, like, there's a lot of Saguaro on here, but how could you not choose Devin Dampier? Yeah. I, I mean, mean the, so that award is basically for the top junior uh, who didn't win, you know, MVP and everything. Basically. Yeah. And junior or I mean, senior. Junior yeah. or senior. Yeah. We usually go with junior for the breakout, though, I think. Uh, you might be right. I can't remember exactly. So, I mean, he's a junior quarterback that yeah. played incredibly throughout the playoffs. I mean, he his running and elusiveness in the pocket destroyed mm-hmm. Hamilton, and they beat and Chandler. Chandler. Yeah, he look. He led that team to wins over two nationally ranked opponents. Yep, to win the title to make yep. Saguaro nationally ranked. Yep, I mean, that's enough for me. Uh, yeah. defensive breakout player of the year, Daniel DePo- uh, Del Ponte, Del Ponte from Millennium. I hope I'm saying your last name right. Um, they had a really young team again yeah. this year. Um, Super young. They're they're on the verge of doing some big things. In the yes, future. yes. Uh, coach of the year. This is the last one we're gonna say. How could you not go, Jason Mons? You win um, the open, you deserve it. Especially I made, team. I did. I will say I made an argument for Andy Litton to be. Yep, that's a, that was who I was going to. Um, I think. And then I also made an argument for. Um, wow. His name is escaping me now. It was a really solid argument. Desert Mountain. Why, why can't I remember Hamilton. his name? Yes. Thank you. Conrad Hamilton. I also made an argument for Conrad Hamilton yeah. to be considered. Uh, but obviously Jason Mons just won the open division. Um, yeah. So, as a five A team, yeah, come on, they're a four A school. Yeah, come on, they're that's a four A school. That's a six A football program. Oh yeah, it is definitely. If yeah. you win the open, you deserve to be yeah. recognized as that. But the fact is that yeah. they are four A enrollment, and it's not high four A. It's no. middle of the road four A. Middle of the road. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I agree. Um, assistant coach of the year. Uh, quarterback of the year, running back of the year, wide receiver of the year, tight end of the year, so on and so forth. You'll see those soon. Yep. Uh, I know Chili already 
Chile already announced them, but we're not going to announce them again because we want you guys to either go to his show or go to the website. So, because yep. um, Chile is a CEO, y'all know what it is. Um, so, yeah, that was a good impression. I mean, I wasn't really trying to like be like him, but if I really, I could be like forks up forever, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, um, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, <laughs> I was going to say something else. Not can't remember. Oh, 6A. 6A will be uh, next Tuesday. Yeah. So we'll follow Chili's announcement of the 6A award winners uh, next Tuesday. So you'll see all those then. Um, I know him and I talked about it this morning. He was still trying to finalize a couple things in the voting. I guess it was like really close in some of the um, some of the categories. So um, it'll be exciting because I don't even know who won some of yeah. them to be honest oh obviously so um eric before we wrap things up best thing you ate in the last two weeks three weeks man it was actually today um interesting okay so we obviously i had some decent good food over the holidays and everything yep. but um i bought for people around the office and at the nau athletics uh the sports information people i bought a bunch of reese's cups uh with the little tree shapes as just a uh um you know just a, a thank you gift for all the hard work throughout the year i probably bought 10 of them um, and gave them to people Definitely. i bought one too many and i realized i had it is sitting in my car uh and i was rifling like tr- rifling through my uh through my bag today before i walked into coconino uh and i found that i had one left over and i just munched it down and i hadn't had a reese's cup in forever but those especially because the trees just have so much peanut butter in them. Um, just you're right. Deadly is a good word for it. So good. Unpopular opinion. Reese's are the best candy. I don't think that's even that unpopular. They're they're but so good. They're so good. Yeah. They're so good. It's um, the, you would I would never want to eat that peanut butter on anything else. Like if I made a peanut butter sandwich with that, I don't think I'd enjoy it that much. Is it not just regular peanut butter? No, it's super sugary. Like, oh, I don't know. It's not regular peanut butter. Uh, I haven't like, had it's not as creamy and stuff. I haven't had a Reese's in so long. Actually, yeah, now, I hadn't, I, now I want to. I hadn't beans, had yeah. one in a really long time. I bought them because there was they had like a sale on them at Wall uh, Walgreens, and so I just bought a bunch yeah. for gifts for people. Wasn't even yeah. planning on eating one myself. Have you ever was. had? Have you ever had those Christmas tree cakes? Oh yeah. Those are oh, good too. They're so good with the with the the vanilla <laughs> icing in the middle. It's like it's like not even real like icing or anything. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's so processed and everything. But but those you bite yeah. into it and it's like it's almost marshmallow like consistency a little bit. Yeah, it's like the zebra cakes, but like yeah. Christmas tree form. Yeah, little Debbie's. Um, <laughs> I haven't had one of those in probably I haven't fifteen I haven't had, years. Yeah, I haven't had one of those in a while. I haven't had a re-season so long. Yeah, I hadn't either. Um, That's what made it so good. Yeah, so I think the last like actual candy I had was like a Jolly Rancher. I don't even know if that counts. That's candy. Yeah, that's true. Blue raspberry? Blue raspberry is good. And watermelon? Watermelon's the pink? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I like that one. I like the cherry as well. Cherry's yeah. not bad. Cherry's not bad. The only one um, I don't like is purple. Purple tastes like uh, hot soap to me. Uh, yeah, I can't. I like. Purple I can't soup. do like. I can't even do grape Gatorade, man. Really? I, I, don't I don't mind like that. I just don't like it in the Jolly Rancher form. Yeah, that's true. All right. 
it's not quite a Reese's, but Christmas, well, Christmas Day, I usually go to my uncle's with the family, um, but I couldn't because I had to cover the Cardinals. I did get a take-home bag, though. Buckle in, Eric. Prime rib. Ooh. Yeah. You can, bro. I, it was, it was like 11 at night. I stopped by my parents' house. They weren't even awake. My dog wasn't even up. I went to the fridge. I didn't even wait to warm it up. I literally, the first thing I did was just ripped off a piece and just down, down the pipe. Oh, the next day killed it. I'm with gonna some, tell with you some that. with some cheesy potatoes. Oh, it was fantastic. Really yeah, oh, it was so good, man. Aju, it. Oh, it was fan- it was amazing. And I'll I got two, you, I got I'll two t- pieces too. I was happy. I'll tell you the worst thing that I didn't eat it, but I saw someone eat. This please weekend. don't say, please don't say fruitcake. It is not fruitcake. I've okay. never eaten a piece of fruitcake. It just looks bad. Yeah, it looks really bad. Um, I think it's a joke more than it is something that people eat. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, my I thought dad, the same thing about eggnog, but apparently that's really popular. Yeah. So my dad and I were hungry when we got to the Vikings game. Um, my Pretzel. brother and my sister and my mom had already <laughs> found something to eat. So okay. we were walking around. We got there about an hour early, so we spent some mm-hmm. time just walking around the stadium because it's, yeah. it's such a cool stadium. It's new-ish. Yeah. It's maybe three, four years old now. Um, and we just wanted to experience it. So we the only place that didn't have much of a line was the the – Mexican um at US Bank Stadium and we both got nachos. Um and mine were fine. Mine okay. were actually pretty good. But my dad is lactose intolerant. Um and so oh, no. he didn't eat the cheese. He didn't eat the cheese. That's okay. not where the story's going. Um he got without cheese. So what they served him was they're like, "Oh, we'll make something else." Well, do you want the special sauce because you don't do dairy? And he's like, okay. <laughs> he didn't know what it was. So what they served him was a plate of chips, an okay pico de gallo, nothing special, some brisket beef, okay, and barbecue sauce. And it was so nasty looking. Have you ever thought about eating pico de gallo with barbecue sauce? That's like two things that should uh. never be together. And it just made the chips ultra soggy. And it was like the tomatoes and onions with barbecue sauce. It just, he couldn't even eat the thing. It was so bad looking. Uh, and it probably cost you guys $15. Oh, it was, yeah. Each one was probably 13 to 14 yeah, bucks, exactly. something like that. Um, yeah, Saliga so- brings up a good point. Apparently he wants to... Uh, um, uh participate tonight we should just had him come on um he said the worst thing it's not something he ate but something he saw all the duke's mayo bowl cutaways that was pretty bad (laughs) the pb and j i'm not a big fan of mayo anyway me neither but like to put it on this what was it the uncrustable peanut butter and jelly sandwich uncrustable an oreo a hot dog which i know people will say oh well sonoran dog but it was just a hot dog rather than mayo yeah. Um that's your else? guy though, Mike Golick Jr. No oh, Krispy Kreme donut. Ugh. Uh, with mayonnaise. But that's your guy. He there was not a better announcer for that game though. He's the reason that Notre Dame lost. Maybe. Yeah. 
the gods were suffering or were were punishing us. Yeah, for freaking eating Krispy Kreme with the mayo on it. <laughs> he seemed to have a great time though. Man, I haven't had a Krispy Kreme donut in so long. Yeah, I feel that. This is bad. Now I'm hungry. Yeah. All right, let's get out of here. Um, <laughs> I had a barbecue chicken salad actually before we uh, before we came mm-hmm. on. It was very good. Salad and go, man, undefeated. Um, yeah, but did you have it with pico de gallo? So Are it actually, you? so it actually is served with pico, but I said no pico. I don't like onions. Yeah. Well, to be fair, it's like a barbecue mixed with ranch, so it's just more. Yeah, like it's a, not quite yeah. just like a sweet yeah. baby rays or whatever barbecue. Sauce. No, definitely not. So, anyway, uh, thank you all for tuning into the live show here. If you're tuning into the podcast form, uh, thank you. I know it's been two weeks. We're glad to be back. We're going to be more consistent going forward. Yep. Um, at least to the point where we're going to be Tuesday nights. We don't know maybe what time all the time because we we're both covering games um but definitely tuesday nights uh make sure to give us all a follow on twitter at zach Elvira, at Inhuman rights at azhsfb and at arizona varsity once again 6a awards are going to come out next tuesday on chili's two-piece uh we'll follow it up right there kind of maybe discuss some of the award things like that uh maybe we'll have chili on to kind of uh break things down and how the voting process went obviously i was a part of it but um you know, we'll go from there. Anyway, Eric, if you have any final words, we'll see you guys next week. I saw NAU play uh, the men's basketball team play against Eastern Washington. If you guys, I don't know if the pictures will do it justice, but Eastern Washington has a really good player. His last name's Aclise, A-C-L-I-E-S-E. This dude on the court looked like he had to be 35. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> The rec specs, like short hair, um, just the facial structure. And the thing is, he was he was the best player on the floor that night. I think he scored 30 points. Like he was really, really good. But I was like, how's this man? This man can't be younger than me. Like, <laughs> so that's what I have to say. All Eastern right. Washington, Eccles. Old man on the court. Old man, Eccles. <laughs> oh, man.